Hello and welcome back to Elevated. I am so excited to be finishing this three-part macro series in season one of Elevated. Um, so in the previous two episodes, we have officially completed going over the basic um, description of carbohydrates, the basic description of proteins, why we need both of those, and what they do to our body and why they're so important. So if you remember from last week's episode, we're going to be going over the very last macro, which is fats. So obviously not as exciting to go over as carbs or proteins because a lot of people don't really think about the fats um, or what they do to our body. They just think, oh, well, fat-free is good. I don't need to eat anything with fat in it or cut it out of my diet. But I'm going to be talking about why they're important, what they do, and the different types of fats that we have and we need for our body. So let's just jump right into the basic description of fat, what it does for our body. It nourishes our skin. It gives us um, that kind of building block to have that vitamin absorption, mineral absorption that we have for our body. So when we take vitamins, um, what we get from fats um, aids into vitamin absorption. And the last major thing it does for us is it helps insulate our body. So it surrounds our organs, tissues, and helps regulate our temperature. So when we're cold outside, it insulates our body to keep it warm, right? And then when it's, you know, hot outside, it helps regulate the temperature. So those three things is really why we need fat in our body, okay? So with protein and carbs, we talked about how they are four calories per gram. Fats are nine calories per gram, so they're going to be the most calorie-dense macro that we have, okay? And fat actually makes up 60% of our brain, 60%. That's crazy because you think, okay, so, you know, I need protein that builds muscle, right? And then I have all these other things that I use to help my body grow. Nobody thinks of fat, but fat actually helps us grow. We need that. Our brain is 60% fat. So when we eat our fat, it actually kind of feeds our brain, if that makes sense. So um, the next thing that it helps us do is it helps us make hormones. So we need fats. We need the fatty acids that we have, the different types, to help us um, continue making our hormones and kind of stay regular on that. Um, so what makes up fat? So what makes up a gram of fat? That is fatty acids. So we talked about how amino acids are the basic building block of protein. And on the opposite end of the spectrum of that, fatty acid is the basic building blocks of fat. So, um, the different types of fatty acids that we have is linoleic and oleic fatty acids. So that's the two um, acids that make up fatty acid. So linoleic acid is omega-6, and you hear a lot of like omega-6, 9. Um, that is a lot of stuff that comes from fat or fish that we eat. Um, and then oleic has omega-9. So um, we don't make omega-6 so we have, which is the linoleic, so we have to get that from our food. 
Um, and we do make omega-9 in our body. So linoleic foods um, are going to be like chicken, avocados, um, like whole grain breads, starches like potatoes, um, eggs, and um, stuff along that spectrum. That's what we are going to get that um, omega-6 from. And um, this is really essential for our growth. So as I was mentioning earlier, how our brain is 60% fat, um, we really need to make sure that we're eating our omegas and our fatty acids um, to help us grow and to help us um, maintain that um, regular homeostasis of our body um, to continue making hormones and just processing everything properly in our body. So um, you might ask, well, how do I get this from vitamins? Um, and that would be your vitamin F. So vitamin F has linoleic acid in it. So if you're taking a um, multivitamin or maybe you are vegan or vegetarian, um, you might look for vitamin F to get this um, specific fatty acid for your body. Um, oleic acid, that's going to be like olive oil, your nuts, avocados. So looking at more of like fatty things. Um, and this acid helps prevent heart disease, lowers your cholesterol, and enables new learning and memory in your brain. And this is because this is the acid that we can make in our body. And it's actually made in our brain by our neural stems. So it's pretty cool to think about that. Like, wow, like there's a lot going up in my brain, you know, up in there. And, um, it's just really cool to think about that your body can do these things. And by you eating certain foods, it can just like make it 10 times more efficient um, by making sure you get certain macros and micros, which is your vitamins and minerals. And it's just really cool to think about. So um, going off of those two fatty acids, we're going to talk about LDL and HDL. So if you've ever gotten your blood work done, you might have a certain section in that that says LDL is high or HDL is low, which is very common in a lot of people. And I'll tell you why. So LDL, that stands for low density lipoprotein. Okay. So that's going to be in a lot of the food that we'd love to eat, but is not very good for us. And that is because it builds up in our arteries and it just causes high cholesterol, which high cholesterol increases risk of heart disease and a lot of other blood pressure problems. Um, and you can find this low-density lipoprotein in red meats, full fats, dairy, so certain yogurts, milks, um, cheeses, sweets like cookies, cupcakes, brownies, breads like white breads. And oils, um, like your palm oils, such as like coconut oil, palm oil, and um, butter. So having a lot of this, again, it causes buildup of the cholesterol in our arteries. And it just increases our risk for heart disease. And this is why it's so common for people to have that is because um, Americans eat a lot of dairy. We eat a lot of sugary um, stuff. We eat a lot of oily things, fried foods, just stuff that's not good for us. So on the opposite 
side of that, we have HDL, which is high-density lipoprotein. That is when you hear your doctor say, oh, good cholesterol. Why is it good cholesterol? Because it's still cholesterol, but this cholesterol carries cholesterol from other parts of your body where it might be building up from that LDL, and it takes it to your liver. Your liver processes it, and then it goes through your waist and secretes it out of your body. So that's why it's considered good cholesterol, because it's still cholesterol. It still aids your body, um, and it takes that low-density lipoprotein, so those oils and sweets and stuff, that cholesterol that you might get from that, the bad cholesterol, um, and it helps get rid of it. So where can you find HDL in your foods? You can find it in fish, whereas you can also find your omegos, um, eggs, beans, avocados, whole grains, and nuts. So those are going to be your like healthy, fatty foods that you can find that good cholesterol in. And um, also exercising. So maintaining a good exercising habit where you're very active and you just live like a, um, you know, healthy life. That's, you're going to see a maintain of, maintaining of good cholesterol or, you know, good cholesterol levels where your LDL is low and your HDL is high or at a good level. And that's going to be good because exercise just helps maintain a lot of stuff. So that's it for another episode, but that goes along with how to increase your um, high density lipoprotein and keep your low density lipoprotein lower. Um... So there's four different types of fatty acids, and I'm going to go over the first two. Um, these are going to be the worst types for you. So if you see these on the back of the box where it says, you know, your ingredient label, um, your nutrition label, and um, it just shows you these two, um, you want to make sure that it's really low, if not, um, not at all included in there, because... Um, having too much of these on a regular basis can, once again, increase your risk for heart disease, high blood pressure, etc. So you'll notice that with a lot of fat, is that if you have certain types of fat too much too often, you will be at a higher risk for heart disease. And that's just because of these certain fats build up and they're just not good for us. So the first one is saturated fat. So saturated fat is, majority is found in olive oil, a lot of other oils, pork, so pork chops, um, bacon, sausage, those high, like high fat greasy foods, which are so good. And I'm not saying don't ever eat them. Just be mindful of when you do eat them. For instance, little side note, when I'm going to the store and I'm looking at meat, I'm like, okay, I'm getting ground turkey, I'm getting chicken breasts, and I'm getting um, a couple of steaks. And I look at the pork chops and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love pork. Pork chop um, seared on the grill is so good, but it's super high in fat. And most of the time it's also really salty. So I'm going to have to skip that. So pork is something you don't want to eat all the time just because of that saturated fat that's in it. So in reality, when we're looking at saturated fat and the next fat, which is trans fat, we need to stay under 10% in daily eating. Um, ideally, try and keep it a lot lower than 10%, but 10% is the max that they recommend you to have. 
So hopping right into the next one, which is considered the worst fat that you can eat, is trans fat. And this is in sweet stuff, so all that processed stuff that you might get. So donuts from Dunkin' Donuts, oh my gosh, great, but they're really high in trans fat. Um, bagged popcorn that you might get. You have a movie night, try and pop your own popcorn. So get fresh kernels, butter, salt, you know, whatever you want to do and pop that because they add a lot of extra ingredients, chemicals, certain oils and fats into that popcorn um, that you get that's bagged. And it's, it just is really high in trans fat. Um, pre-made pizzas, pre-made doughs that you get. So like Pillsbury doughs, um, Pillsbury, like those cookie doughs that you get, pre-made pizzas that you can get, which I do love a good frozen pizza. They're super quick and easy to make, but they are going to be higher in that trans fat, which again, leads to higher risks of certain heart diseases and blood pressure problems. So the opposite end of that spectrum, which is your good fatty acids, is going to be your unsaturated fats. So polyunsaturated fat and monounsaturated fat. So polyunsaturated fat you can find in canola oil, fish, nuts, um, and that is a good type of fat you want to see. So when you look at the nutrition label and it says saturated fat, unsaturated fat, maybe look for something that is um, more so an unsaturated fat than a saturated fat, okay? And then the next one is monounsaturated fat, and that is your plant-based oils. So um, sunflower oil or um, possibly even your um, avocado oil, I've seen that a lot. That's going to be more expensive, but it is a very healthier um, version that you can use as far as like um, greasing your pan or using it in foods, okay? So one more rundown of the four types of fatty acids we have is saturated fat, um, trans fat, your polyunsaturated fat, and monounsaturated fat, or saturated fat, unsaturated fat, and trans fat. Um, because the polyunsaturated fat and monounsaturated fat are very similar, but um, again, saturated fat, trans fat, those are the ones that you want to try and stay away from, and then the polyunsaturated fat, monounsaturated fat, those are the ones that are going to be more beneficial for you, okay? So that's going to wrap up our fat episode and the last macro episode of this three-part that I am doing. So I hope that you guys definitely learned something from the carbs, the proteins, and then this fat. I hope you got a little bit more clarity on why you need each one and how there is good and bad of all of them and like what happens that if you have too much or too little of them, um, you know, as far as carbs and fats. Proteins, I've yet to <laughs> find a bad protein or um, what happens if I have too much of it. Um, I guess just gains, I don't know. <laughs> but um, I'm super excited for the next episode. I'm going to leave it up for a surprise. So hopefully that will linger you guys back to see the next one. Um, but I'm definitely really excited. And you guys should definitely check my Instagram handle out that I have. And that is mbpumped, M-B-Pumped. 
Um, and I also have a TikTok. And on both of those, I will be posting um, a lot of videos and like recipes that I do as far as exercise and um, food that I make. So, um, and I've been doing that as far as on Instagram and TikTok for at least a year full-fledged. So I post a couple of times a week, if not at least once a week, I try to post. Um, and I just did post a video as far as a full body workout. And let me tell you, it got me really good. <laughs> so um, once again, thank you for joining me on Elevated. And I cannot wait to share next week's episode with you. Until next time.